Hi, and welcome to Mammon, Mike and Mike on Mike. This week's episode is in review. Review, rank, repeat. Where we watch a film franchise, review each film and rank them all. Today, we are starting with the Fast and the Furious franchise, and we'll be reviewing the first film, Fast and Furious. So, before we get into... called Fast and Furious or The Fast and Furious? Mike is going to start googling which one it's called because we've already potentially got it wrong. <laughs> because I'm sure there's also one later on that's called one that's called The Fast and Furious and one that's called Fast and Furious. Yeah, I think you're right. I think The Fast and Furious might be the first one. Yeah. And then Fast and Furious might be fourth. We're watching the first Fast and Furious film. <laughs> to be very clear. Uh, are you go- how pissed off are you going to be if the final one's not going to call what the next one? Fast and Furious 10 isn't called Fasten Your Seatbelt. Fasten Your Seatbelt. Yeah, I'd be really pissed off if yeah. they didn't that. I've well, seen it all over the internet and actually, yeah, I really wanted to. But there was that. another one I feel like. like Fate, Fast... Fate of the Furious. Yeah, I feel like there was another one where they that someone came up with a really good pun with the number in and they didn't go for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe they weren't on purpose. Like, you can't tell us what to do. <laughs> yeah. Um. So to be clear how these are going to work, because obviously it's the first of a new show. Um... So in review, we're going to watch each film separately. Um, we're going to review it, and then we are going to rank it. And obviously, each episode will be the next instalments in the series. And obviously, the rankings hopefully can and will change. Otherwise, it's going to be depressing. Yeah. If it just each film just gets slightly shitter as we go along. Yeah. Which can happen with franchises, but. With my limited knowledge on the Fast and Furious franchise, I don't think that's what happens. No, I, I feel like there's. I think they've got a lot of ups and downs, yes. peaks and troughs, which I think will be good for us to to do it. Um, so what we're going to try and do is before each um, film, before we watch it, we're going to do this a little part here where we talk about how we think it's going to go, and then there'll be a pause for you that's small, but for us much longer, where we watch the film, and then we're going to come back and discuss it. And obviously, if you want to watch the film as well, that's your cue to pause, go away, watch the film, and then come back and listen to our review along with us. Well, actually, let, listen. you can listen to this first bit, this is our preamble, what we think it's going to be, and then when the music kicks in, pause it, go watch it, come back. Yeah, you'll know what it is. We haven't quite decided, but there'll be a gap. Professional, as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, this film then, we won't talk about it because we'll talk about them all individually. Uh, for each episode so this film have you watched it before first of all i've watched it before yeah i can tell you so it came out what like early 2000s wasn't it? i want to say like 2001 yep 2001 um and i definitely watched it near when it first came out and that's all i can remember about the film (laughs) Uh, it came out in 2001 yeah it was a 15 yeah an hour and 46 minutes okay. I've watched it twice in my life once around about when it first came out I feel like um, the definitely number three was an hour at least and I remember enjoying it whilst watching it and then not really thinking about it again um, and then I watched it again three, four, five years ago and that's after I'd watched a lot of them, but not all of them. And I liked it more a second time. Okay. And I don't know if that's because I like I knew some more about the film series and I'm like, oh it's so cool that what this it's gonna comes be back building later. into Yeah, exactly. Like who would have thought this sort of 
shitty action film that was, if I'm right in saying, I think it was based off Point Break. Okay. Where that was all about the cops, the, yeah, like, cops in yeah. the surfers. This was meant to be about, obviously, the cops into the, the, the driving world. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that's what it's based off. But actually, like I said, I think it's so cool that it, it's grown past that and become this big franchise. And whether you like it or not, you've got to respect what it's become. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a worldwide phenomenon. I can't say that word, apparently. Phenomenon. Um, yeah, it's just it's one of the highest movie franchises of all time, I believe. So, yeah, you got you have got to respect that. I completely agree. Um, I am intrigued because this is very grounded from what I remember. Whereas, obviously, well, I'm sure a lot of you have seen the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. They seem to go into space in the latest one. So Yeah, I've heard that happen. So I think this one's a lot more grounded and it'll be interesting to see how we're watching it all. Because I honestly haven't watched that many of the franchises, as we'll find out as this um, show progresses. Um, it'll be intriguing to see how it goes from this grounded realism to this massive sort of bizarre scenarios I think really it's the introduction of The Rock well I'm really looking forward to this in review because although I know that the best films some of the reviews we've got planned I'm not I I feel like the quality will be much lower at times potentially so some of them just as a a bit of a spoiler I guess yeah Uh, Planet of the Apes we've got written down here as potential one Batman including all the originals which for some people, the originals are the worst. For me, they're my favourites. Like, like in a genuine way or like in a... They're so bad, I love the them. The 1966 way. Batman movie is one of my favourite oh, Batman movies that. of all time. And you've got that glint in your eye that makes me think um, it's genuinely, um, we, we, I'm guessing we're going to be watching in chronological order, so that'll be coming first when we get onto the Batmans. It will be chronological order. And for when we get to, obviously, I mean, this will be no surprise. At some point, we'll be doing the MCU universe. Yeah. We'll be going chronologically in release, not chronologically in the story. Because it's a bit of a minefield this day, attempting that as well. Yeah. Because some movies are all over the place. Yeah, well, that's it. The new film's just come out, has dropped in with another way. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, we're looking forward to it. Is this their cue to pause and leave, would you say? I think it's their time to pause and leave. It's our time to buckle up and sit down for the ride. <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was fast thinking. Oh, <laughs> right, we'll stop before they get furious with us. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> you, you'd never believe that was unplanned. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we will see you after the intro music. Bit, middle bit. Little bit. Yeah. The thing? You'll know when you hear it in a second. (laughs) See you on the other side. Okay, so we're back from watching the film. uh, And just a little idea of how we're planning to do this obviously with your feedback we can change things take things out add things in whatever you want so please as always follow us on mom podcast on twitter facebook and instagram or email us at mamonpodcast at hotmail.com and let us know if there's anything you want us to change or add but for now for this episode at the very least i'm going to go through the summary of the story sort of beat by beat and we're going to talk about um 
I guess what we noticed. Yeah. So I guess first of all, um, well, first of all, it is the Fast and the Furious fact. That is the first fact we have coming down fast. Although it was backwards to begin with, and Mike got very confused at the title sequence. Very confused. <laughs> he could not read it. Yeah, it was really odd. Although that being said, for saying this was two thousand and one, and I bet this wasn't a huge budget film, and. I feel like you may disagree here, but I felt like quite a lot of that held up really well. Uh, we'll come to the mm. scenes maybe. Over, well, we won't say we'll specific scenes, but yeah. Um, I'm not as convinced. Okay. Well, so it started off, as you said, with the title, which were confusing, and goes straight in really to a um, sort of car robbery scene yeah. where we see three black cars with green neon lights chasing after a truck mm-hmm. and then firing some sort of grappling hook yeah grappling hook uh, to get into the car take control of the truck and, and steal from them there was a stunt that I thought was unbelievable where one of the cars goes underneath the truck uh, it looked cool but then f- further on I thought actually not as cool as first looks do you think no why not I think there was better stunts in the film I thought it looked really cool personally because I was like that's a genuine it was a nice introduction into the film yeah um what I did like about it is it actually opens on a bunch of old Panasonic TV VHS combis. Yeah, I said, no, I've got you. I've got a note here. Stealing your VHS players, old. That's yep. what I've written. First bit of, um, what's the word? Sort of not marketing. Where they wrote it down, I think. Product placement. Product placement, yeah. Panasonic. Panasonic. They've put Getting some money there. on there. Well, I bet they were like, if you give us a load of Panasonic stuff, we'll, uh, we'll get it on TV for you. That was a shit ton. Um... And then straight after that, we go from... The... Can I also say something quickly about the little heist? Yeah. So we later learn who it is. I won't say who it, who was involved in the grappling hook sort of situation, because I was about to. Um, but first of all, they fire and take out the window. At this point, the lorry driver's still driving like normal. You can literally see him just not even bat an eyelid. It's not until the guy gets into the lorry that he starts attacking him. It's like... Why did you wait until then to sort of be a bit concerned? It was dark. Maybe he didn't notice the grappling hook going into his car and t- pulling out half the... his window. Yeah, that's something I did notice straight away. Which <laughs> it was obviously a stunt driver. Um, and then it cuts to the next day, or day anyway, and we see Paul Walker um, training his car and then going very, very fast. And I've noted here that he went first and then made five gear changes after that. So I put his Paul, old quick shift. <laughs> and uh, spun it out didn't he at the end he did I did also comment that there was a really shit camera following him really why yeah it just was awful camera work you barely <laughs> saw him it was more the ground it was following I think that was probably to try and make it look quicker than he was actually going because yeah. legally like you can't go past 30 miles an hour <laughs> for insurance reasons yeah. um, how much was the insurance premium on all of these actors uh, and probably not as much as it is like as they got on later films and stunts true. get bigger and bigger this was 2001. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we see Paul Walker go to Toretto's garage and see him having a nice flirting scene with a character called Mia, mm-hmm. which all the way through, I thought, uh, there's genuine chemistry between the actors. And I that's agree. something I pick up on. Sometimes I find it a bit awkward. There's this zero chemistry between the, the actors, whereas here, uh, without it being like overly sexualised or anything, felt like those really liked each other. No, I agree. I just don't understand where it came from. I do, but we'll talk more about why I liked okay. it more a little bit later. 
And then uh, it cuts to Vin Diesel's character, Dom Toretto, in the back. And you, know, you can see fucking, the light shining off of him. Yeah, he looks fucking <laughs> badass from day one, didn't he? From a little bit, yeah. I think he pulls off badass in any film. And then he Vin opens Diesel. his mouth. What? I think he's a terrible actor. Oh, I like it. I think he does. I think he does exactly what the role needed for the film. But you've got to bear in mind what film we're. What it's an action film. We've got yeah. a base on an action film. I'll just put it here. Still trying to figure out how Vin Diesel is considered an actor. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, and then we see the team pull up, and I think the cars look cool as fuck. I'm not a big car guy. I don't know much about no, them. No, but right. I thought they looked cool. Yeah. So that take that from take a pinch of salt with how little I know about cars. They are cool cars. <laughs> I've literally put cars look cool as fuck. Uh, cars look cool as fuck. Um, and then we see the fight scene over Mia. Mm-hmm. Two macho men brooting it out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Dom goes and and separates it. Yeah. Again, not much really to say here. It, it is what it is. Yeah, I'll be honest, at the moment it's a bit going a bit slow, I'd say. Yeah, film. do you know what? Pacing-wise, it takes but, a long time to get into it. Yeah, ironically, for a film with the, with the, with the word fast in the title, it, it is slow-paced, isn't it? Surprisingly mm-hmm. slow for what I think of the Fast and Furious films. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to say, spoiler alert, in terms of my knowledge of the Fast and Furious franchise, mm-hmm. I've only ever seen 1, 2, and 8. Okay. So... <laughs> All I've seen is how dramatically it changes. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Like knowing what's to come, it's very, very slow. Yeah. Um then they go to Harry's garage where um Brian, aka Paul Walker, is working and he tells Harry he that he needs two bottles of Noz needed. And we were just talking about this, I'm like I've always just taken it for granted that it was... But I'm like, is it even real? Like, can that really work in a car? I'll speak to my inner circles of um, street racers that I know. And see what they say. I'll find out, yeah. Um, but again, cool concept for a car film, an action yeah. film. Uh, didn't mind it. And I thought, like, actually at this stage, again, in comparison to, to what I'd seen so far, I've put here, the film feels quite grounded. Yes. That, that's the first thing where I've had to like dispend my belief, if you know what I mean. But again, it might not even have to. Maybe it is a real thing yeah. that can happen. I think there's, I, there's a high chance it is a real thing. Yeah, but I, I wonder if it works the way that it does in the film, if you yeah. know what I mean. Just pressing a button and it's... Yeah, exactly. I need Nas. I need Nas. No. My car topped out at 140 miles per hour this morning. Amateurs don't use nitrous oxide. I've seen the way you drive. you got a heavy foot. You'll blow yourself to pieces. I need one of these. One of the big ones. But actually, you know, let's make it two. And Harry, I need it by tonight. Uh, and then we get to race night. What do we think to that? I liked race night. First thing here, Hector is a cool guy. Yeah, Very I friendly. thought really nice for this sort of what's meant to be some sort of criminal underworld. It seemed like a lovely bloke. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I'm hoping Hector turns up in more films. Because they, yeah. they, they do, don't they? My understanding is in the later films, they bring back a lot of recurring yeah, characters. Yeah, I wonder if he's one... Because, yeah, he didn't really do a lot. No, but just genuinely nice. Yeah. Um, the race war, the race night pre-setup thing, I thought that was really cool. The I way really they saw liked... how it worked, like how they cut off roads and they had police scanners. Yeah, to try and listen in. I'd like to just go back and make a point about a quote that I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. It's not how you stand by your car, it's how you race it. I really like that quote in the film. I don't know why. It's really good. <laughs> like sarcastically or genuinely? No, genuinely liked it. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought the character pulled it off well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 
I think, and that's what I think, is there's a lot of lines that just taken out of context and written down on a website sound cheesy and corny as fuck, but I think all the actors of varying degrees of ability pulled it off. Like, there's full commitment for what is a bit of a silly film, really, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I'd uh, say, at the moment, it's very grounded for, again, what we know it becomes. Yep. Which I'm sure you guys listening also know what Fast and Furious becomes. It's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race your car. You better learn that. Um, I loved as well because it ends up playing a part later. I love that Paul Walker's character Brian um, loses the race and it sort of he uses the Nas too soon, doesn't yes. he? And it shows that sort of master versus apprentice. You know, like Dom's experience knew exactly when to, when use, to it. use it, and then obviously. You know, Brian's very happy that he nearly won. And that's when you get that sort of famous quote. Uh, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. I I've loved that. that. I really like that quote. Um, so I've got a few little things. Um, just prior to that, there was another pre- pe- there was another bit of sponsorship on Pizza Hut. Yep. Absolutely no reason. Literally, yep. a Pizza Hut van pulls up and they go, streets closed, pizza boy. And then that's <laughs> it. Um, I thought it was a bit of a shit start by Brian for the race. He eventually does get better in it, but it was not, he was... Rubbish off the line. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, then I thought for a stunt, fran- um, stunt heavy franchise, it was a very CGI drag race. Yeah, that was the only bad CGI. It was very jarring, bad, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. But I, I sort of got it. Like they were trying to show how quick they were going, weren't they, by having yeah. these effects? But but yeah, it didn't come off great. And I think no. I think part of the problem was. The race is meant to be 10 seconds. It was obviously on camera a lot longer oh, than that. Oh, it lasted so I think probably about two minutes. Those effects were trying to show maybe that what we're seeing is almost a slowed down version maybe of, of what would be going on in those split second decisions you've got to make. But you're right. Which it's... is weird because later on in the film, they slow down time. And that again looks shit though. Yeah. They did. <laughs> but we'll come to that. And a bit. very similar. It was the 10 second race. Yeah. was the only race, the only part that, that looked bad, wasn't it, I think. Yeah. And, you know... Um, then obviously the cops turn up. Oh shit! The popo. And Brian rescues Dom. I thought Dom's plan was cool. He he went into yeah. a car park, pulled up his car, put on his jacket, and then quite unfortunately the police officer was one of the ones that that recognised him. Yeah. But I thought I thought like that was smart. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, I just like when they do something that's sensible in films. If you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. you always think like, why don't you just do this or this or this, whatever. Um, and then Johnny Tran's gang takes them in. Yeah. Uh, what I did notice here, they all take off their helmets and have perfect hair underneath. Absolutely perfect. That's Brill Cream, another uh, product placement. No. <laughs> but... No, we're coming up to the next bit of product placement. They blow up Brian's car, and that's when Dom tells us all that the re- one of the reasons that um, Johnny Tran hates him is because he shagged his sister. And I've put a note here, Dom, full stop, Top shagger? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know if that was meant to be a joke. Maybe really did it. we'll find out as the franchise goes on. <laughs> uh, and then they go to the house party. Next bit of product placement. Corona. Have any beer, as long as it's Corona. <laughs> Which I also thought, oh, it's not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I quite liked as well. Although, it set up even more of this, like animosity between Brian and what was the tall guy called? Vince. Vince. Because then he's like, here's Vince's beer as well. I was like, oh, yeah. Dom. Like, I get you're angry, but you've just made it so much more But then worse. he goes and abandons him at the party. <laughs> Which I would as well. If, uh, if what's her name? Litty? Lenny? Letty. Letty was uh, asking me to go upstairs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Bye, Brian. <laughs> you look a bit tired. 
I think you should go upstairs and give me a massage. Look at all I get. How about we go upstairs and you give me a massage? And then obviously, I like that bit as well where he turns around. Dom just probably goes like, you owe me a 10 second car. Like after everything he's done, he's like, yeah. you owe me a 10 second car. We're still not even on that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like as well, again, no enough about cars. I'm like, ten second, a 10 second car sounds cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you owe me a 10 second car. Not like you owe me this type of car or this much money or it can go this quick. You know, like this much horsepower. I just thought that was cool. Um, we then find out Brian is a cop after that fake Spoiler. arrest. Spoiler. Now, obviously, we've both seen it, so we knew that twist. Yes, that's the only thing I remembered going into the film. I don't remember, I don't know if you do either, when you first watched it, it was so long ago for me, it was, I don't know, 10, 8 years ago. If that was a surprise or not, if it was, you know, pretty obvious. obvious. I Watching it now, it didn't seem obvious in the slightest. There was no hints about that whatsoever. No. Um, it looked like a guy who was just trying to get onto the street racing well, the, scene. There was a little bit when, like... Harry was like nervous about Dom. He's like, yeah. that that was a bit odd for saying he's meant to be his boss. Yeah, there was something definitely fishy. But I'm like, would that have been enough? So if anyone you know remembers from when they first watched it, or they've watched it just now, yeah, for the first that. time, did you know that twist was coming, or was it a genuine surprise? I'd like love to know that. Mm. Uh, maybe do a poll or something for that one. And by the way, Mike said he he last watched this about eight years ago. I was trying to remember when I first watched this, and the only time I've watched it. And it was 19 years ago, so I feel a bit old right now. Oh, yeah, no, that's... I was being the same. Yeah, I, was, I, know, no, I know it was 19 years ago when you first watched it, but in terms of trying to work out how long ago it came out... About to say, go, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, it's an old franchise, yeah, surprisingly. Number th- I remember 100%, number three hadn't come out. 100% hadn't come out. I think yeah, two had. Yeah. I feel like I watched one and two fairly close to each other. Yeah, I definitely had two on DVD, I remember that. Um... And then uh, Brian brings up that old beat-up car and they start fixing it up and he starts sort of getting in there, obviously, which is great for being under cover car. They have their family meal. Um, which I was really disappointed that family didn't get mentioned. Yeah, I was waiting for the whole yeah, film. I was waiting to shout Mike pause it so I could take down the timestamp. Four must be the first one that it happens in because Dom's so not in two that. or three. Is he not? No. Didn't well, I, don't, well, I don't know why I've said that. What did We can bleep that. I've spoiled that. Yeah, it's for people. me as well. Um... We'll try not to talk about the future installments, actually. Um, Then, me, I love this bit. Mia and Brian are washing up and Vince comes in as being a dick. And then Mia goes like, oh, where's that place you always want to take a date to? Sounds like she's asking him to finally take her out. And then she turns around to Brian and says, you can take me there. You can take me there, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Baller move from Mia there. So at this point, I've marked down that we're probably about halfway through the movie. Mm -hmm. And we've only had one race and one kind of stunt. Again, yeah, a less car racing than you'd think. Mm. Um, also, just before that, when they were looking at the fixing up the cars, a floppy disk appeared. Did you notice that no, as well? Yes, actually, I remember that. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, some listeners on here may never have actually used a floppy disk. That's nuts, isn't like, it? Some people probably don't understand what uh, the save icon is. Is your sister too young for a floppy disk? I think, like... As much as we mock these, they're not millennials because we're millennials. I don't know what yeah. they're called, the youngsters. Gen, Gen Z? Yeah, something like that. Um, I think most of them are clued up into. Yeah, but I wonder if they've like actually we, used it, though. Probably wouldn't have used it, yeah. Although I used to use one in my old lab a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Did it feel weird? Yeah. We used to literally just back up data on various floppy disks. So we had hundreds of floppy disks on this one analyzer that used to flip, um, back it up. And when we wonder why the NHS is so late getting back to us, now it all makes sense. Because they still fucking It was a PCR analyzer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Then we get that Hector, bless him, is a little suspect when he comes in, isn't he? Yeah, which is a shame because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, and he's looking to go straight, he said as well, so we should have trusted him. Yeah. Um, then Brian sneaks in to a thing, which, by the way, obviously he gets caught, but even before that, he was driving Harry's pickup that's got Harry's car on there. If anyone turned around, they'd be like, hmm, why is Harry's van here? That was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I know he'd lost his car, but still. Um, then he gets broke. Then he basically says, uh, I think this is pretty good. I think the acting was a bit... This was the worst bit of acting for me, is when they're like, Brian, why'd you sneak in? And he's obviously trying to act and show that he's, you know, for the audience, I'm making this up on the spot. Yeah. But actually, it's so obvious he's lying. I don't know why anyone would have believed him. And they just, like, they why, just um, instantly believed him. Yeah, and he was like, um, why was I here? Um, you're like really making it obvious that you yeah. think I thought I was poor. But anyway, he, he comes up with a decent lie and says that he's trying to check out the competition because he's got this race wars coming up in the desert. He's really going to lose. He wants to see what everyone else is racing with. Yeah. So they're like, right. So you Johnny got Tang's gonna... and just check him. Yeah, and then they're like, right, well, let's go Johnny Tang's and check his axe, his main competition. Um, I found the whole film, me and you sort of said, the only thing we sort of spoke to them about really was, I can't understand how it's 15. If this were a modern film, I think it would be 12. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is, the, you know the scene where he starts? So when they get into uh, Johnny Tang's garage, they come back, so they have to hide, and there's some sort of fence they're trying to buy engine parts from who's, who's late with it for whatever reason. And um, they start like pumping oil into his mouth. I found that genuinely uncomfortable. To yeah, watch. see, like torture scenes. I think they help. They well, I say help. They build up ratings. Yeah. So I do wonder potentially. Yeah, you might be right. It, it was. It, it was like almost an uncomfortable watch. That. Other than um, that, yeah, I can't work out why it was a fifteen in the slightest. No. Um, and then I've put two days on there, and I can't remember why. Two days later. Oh, he go, they go to the cops and he's like, give me two days. Oh, I yes. want two more days. Uh, and then we obviously get some backstory as well. So Dom talks to him about why he was this violent character. And we start to see beneath this just tough guy yeah. theory. I thought that was quite nice. Again, yeah, I thought was that was one of Dom's better moments there. Nice, well, not niceties, but it all stemmed down to his father's death. Yeah, exactly. It just showed that he's not this, this bad guy. Um, then we have the date night, which again, you know, like in hindsight as well... It was quite sweet because, like I said, I think they had genuine chemistry. And I feel like the reason that she liked him so much is he's the first guy to almost stand up to Dom a little bit. As much as he clearly respects Dom, wants Dom to like him, I feel like Brian sort of, you know, getting sassed back. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't just a lapdog like the others are. Um, so maybe that's why she likes him. And also, he's clearly meant to be almost like a young Dom, I feel like, as well. So maybe she sees like the good side to a brother he's lost, Yeah. you know, after his father's death, maybe. But then I'm like, he's actually slept with him, made a fall for him, all through a lie. Mm. Which I'm pretty sure is an undercover cop you're not meant to do. I mean, I feel like he broke a lot of rules that he should I learned this from Line of Duty recently. Well, like breaking into the garage, I don't think that's allowed to be done. They're allowed to do stuff on their character as long as it's within their character sort of thing. Yeah, but breaking in was not within the character. That's him trying to find evidence, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I think actually that would have been found under illegal pretense so it wouldn't have counted as and that's the only thing about this film that's unrealistic is is the breaking of cover cop rules sorry to interrupt guys we just have a quick update about our patreon if you're enjoying what we're doing here and want to see our podcast grow you can support from one pound a month just head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash mammon or follow the links on mammon's twitter instagram or facebook thanks we'll leave you in the capable hands of mike and mike Bye. Bye. Yeah, and then we obviously go to the uh, 
race wars and poor Jesse loses. Do you know what? I feel like that's the one thing I'd like more. I thought Jesse was a really interesting character. I don't think we're quite there yet. After the date? After the date, they sleep together and then another um, truck lorry is robbed. So they call up Brian and say, are we okay to go in? Yes, and they find no stolen goods at Johnny Tang's address. But yeah, but his dad... And do you know what Johnny Tang's acting? Unbelievable. Like You know when his dad slaps him? Yeah. I could... Feel how upset he was, and then when he, he gets angry done, later, done nothing wrong as well. yeah, exactly. And when I, and when he gets angry later with Dom, I'm like, no, I totally got that. Yeah. From, you know, I saw how upset he was. The thing I also put here is the cops were kind of dicks. Like at one point, the I can't breathe came to mind. Like they were literally leaning on with their um, knees on someone's throat. But that's you know, in 2001, if you watch that. You might have gone, that's unrealistic. Cops wouldn't have been that aggressive. But now looking at this, it, like it's almost scary. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, that it's like well, actually, the acting is being based on probably mm. what they see. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, then we get to race wars, and Jesse loses his father's car before he goes out to prison, so he runs away, which causes drama. What I quite like before that was Letty and the race. Yeah, her winning her race. Yeah. But what I also put that is Noz, is it taking the fun out of clean legal street racing? Well, yeah, I'm like she won, but she cheated, didn't she? If you didn't have Noz, yeah, <laughs> clean like... legal street racing, which it looked like race wars was. Yeah, because that's another thing we couldn't work out. Because obviously, the whole idea is it was a bit of a criminal underworld type thing. Yeah, sorry, we explained race wars very well. It was in the desert, and it's this sort of drag race, in 10-second race. But there was security there. Yeah. With security on their back. I'm assuming it was illegal as well, because they only bet money at the line. They yeah. didn't sort of do it before and hand it over to someone. That's very true. So yeah, Jesse lost his race against... God, I can't remember his name. Johnny Tang. Johnny Tang. And I also think as well, like... Like I say, I really liked how they found out that he had like ADHD, he was really smart, you know, he saw a lot of potential in him. It, I feel like there could have been more. I feel like yeah. he, I feel like what he happens wasn't later would have been more impactful. There's just a little bit more character moments with him. Yeah, there was almost to the point of getting to know him, but not quite enough. Yeah, like if, I think it would have been nice to see like Dom being a bit more protective over him in another scene or something. Do you know what I mean? A bit more yeah. of a father figure or older brother would have been nicer. Um... Then we have um, Vin Diesel gets very upset when Johnny Tang accuses him of being a narc and grassing him out to the police and then he beats the shit out of him screaming, I'm no narc. Um, when the um, security turns up. Yep, exactly. And that's when we see uh, him run away to, to go for another robbery and that's when Brian has to tell Mia, listen Mia, I'm a cop and I've put a sad face next to that. So this is the point for me, yeah, sad face. This is a point when it finally becomes Fast and Furious. Yeah. Up until this moment. And we're probably about over three quarters of the way through. Yeah. It and was... only just like it build, was, builds up the excitement. Yeah, it was more moderate and angsty yeah. before this point. Um, then I've put uh, Save Dick, Dom finds out. So I'm assuming this is where <laughs> we get the truck scene. And Vince gets uh, caught oh, on his rope. Oh, Dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, shot at... And Dom's car gets his tyre, his engine blown out. Yeah, something like that. Letty gets Completely flipped over. Off the road. And then the other guy, whose name I can't remember, part of the group, yeah. has to go back for her. So um, Mia and Brian save the day, don't they? Yes. Uh, and Dom finally finds out when they're putting a tourniquet on So because on Mike hasn't mentioned, Vince, we find out, is the one using grappling hooks. And he fires into the, gar- into the lorry. But oh, the yeah, lorry is- driver's got a shotgun and is shooting at him, so he sort of gets stuck, and he gets swung around the side of the truck, but the sort of wire from the grappling hook is wrapped all around his arm, so it's proper, like, cut and bleeding, and he can't get free, 
And yeah, so that's where sort of the action sequence is coming in with them trying to save him. And, and this, actually, a really good action sequence. It was a really good action. And we see Letty again, assuming she's the one for the first one, which is cool. Like you say, you see the grappling hook guy from the first, but you don't know who it is, and you find out it's Vince. Then you see Letty drive her car underneath the truck again, which mm-hmm. again, she was clearly that one from the first one. So that was which cool. Which I thought was better than the yeah, first one. Yeah, it was. One. And there was more tension because yeah. the, the speed was quicker, it seemed like. Um, so it's yeah, like the first get... scene it looked like they was going like 20 miles an hour just going for a road work yeah but yeah um, and yeah obviously this is where we find out for sure that it is Dom's team not Johnny Tang's or um, our favourite character um, oh God, I've forgotten his name too Hector Hector that is the is stealing from the trucks it's actually mm-hmm. their team um, which I turned to Mike and I was very shocked about I completely forgot that Dom was the bad guy effectively in this film yeah and I couldn't at this point work out knowing again because again we as much as we don't want to talk about the other films we all know listening what happened and like knowing that Dom is a bigger big character to come yeah and that's not a spoiler I think everyone in the world knows this yeah um, so I was really surprised to see that he was like he was the bad guy in this film um then we have Brian trying to rest in uh, Dom. And that's when Johnny Tang turns up for revenge for... Not quite. Not quite? The kid turns up first. What kid turns I've forgotten his name again. Yeah, uh, Jesse. Sorry, Jesse yeah, so Jesse turns, turns up. up crying, apologising to Dom. Feels like it's be quite a heartfelt moment. That really um, inconvenient timing as well. Yeah. It's all planning on going out to try and find him. Yeah. Like, oh, no, don't worry, guys, I'm here. <laughs> that's classic films, isn't it, that? And then, yeah, and then Johnny Tang turns up on his bike with one of his friends and then with machine guns, they gun him down. Yeah. And then it's quite nice that Brian then completely gives up on trying to get Dom. Because it would have been very easy at that point. He was sad, he was upset, he was on the floor with Jesse. Yeah. It would have been the perfect time to get him. But no, because he's also, we've seen earlier in the scene where he built that connection where Jesse opened up to him. He wants the revenge as well yes. and chases after him. And then Dom gets in the car. But earlier on, there's this big American muscle car, this engine sticking out there. His father died driving. Yeah. And he's like, so I've always been too scared to drive it. So it's quite, again, it shows how much Jesse meant to him that he was willing to get in the car and drive after at speed to try and get the revenge. And that's very Chekhov's gun, wasn't it, previously, though? So it was mentioned briefly in a conversation about the car. Yeah. And then, oh, look, it's conveniently ready for me to drive again later on. And then, um, Dom gets one of them, and Brian does a really cool scene, I felt like, where he's driving behind, skids his car to the side so it's stopped, and then so he can shoot better, and he shoots Johnny Tang, guns him yeah. down. Is he dead? He checks his pulse. Yeah, he checks his pulse, but then he gets um, a random person on the street to call 911. Oh, does he? Also, I'm yes. assuming he's probably alive to be arrested then. And then um, and then they have a race against the train. They come up to this train, and they're at a traffic light, and uh, Dom's like, when it goes red, that means there's 10 seconds to get over the, the track until the train comes. So they've got to drive really quick, so they have one last race. And it's really nice because... Oh, go on. I was going to say, and this is in... Like, whereas previously, when we saw, saw the last drag race, it was very CGI-heavy. Mm. This one, it slowed down time massively, but really jarring slow down time. Mm. Like, there'd almost be sort of gaps between them doing stuff. Like you saw their heads turn and it was yeah. to the front and then suddenly to the side and yeah, I, f- I, didn't, I, felt like I didn't the, like the way they did it. But then I felt like, again, it was a nice moment because it was almost like Dom wanted Brian to win. Because obviously if Brian, if, if Dom won, he was probably going to get away. Yeah. But it is almost like he wanted him to win and there's that nice moment where um, we obviously saw that uh, 
at the very start or towards the very start anyway that Brian put his nose on too quick and lost and then when Jesse races Johnny Tang at Race Wars he put his nose on too soon Johnny Tang even says that doesn't he so we're sort of learning as an audience if we don't know about shot racing like I don't you know it's meant to be something you do towards the end of the race to give that extra boost not by the end of it we were making comments about I wouldn't use my nods then. I'd use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but he finally uses it at the end, doesn't he, Brian? Yes. And just about it looks like wins that race over the uh, uh, across the train track. So it's quite nice to see so him make it full circle. Yeah. And then um, Dom crashes, mm-hmm. and again another nice callback. You think he's going to arrest Dom because he's injured, but instead he gives him his keys to his car and says, "I owe you a ten-second car." Yeah. I think that was a nice way to end the film. It was. I just don't understand why. What do you mean? Why did Brian help Dom? Well, I think it's a little bit like, like I said, I'm pretty sure it was a sort of rehashing of Point Break. And I think it's meant to be looking at that sort of undercover world, like, you know, do you end up preferring the crooks to the cops in the end? Because uh, you see the nobility in the criminals. They didn't. I don't think there was a lot of redeeming features for Dom. Do you not? No, I don't. I honestly didn't. But I think it was more... I think the bit where... Well, I don't think he was an absolute dick, but he was still, like, from a cop's perspective, he was still robbing um, these trucks and taking the stuff from them. And there wasn't enough, like, he didn't save um, uh, Brian's life, he didn't do anything like that. There was nothing to sort of... He was just an okay guy to Brian, and that was it. I For me, I thought it was, like, that apprentice master role like I think driving it, cars but no but I, but I think it was like the way of life like you know there's one bit where he says I live my life a quarter of a quarter of a mile at a time and this idea that he doesn't look too far into the the future mm. and just lives his life in the, you know in the now and I think maybe that semblance of family even though they don't mention family in I this get film, what you're saying I just didn't buy it as much personally you know no I just didn't see the relationship that was built there between Dom and Brian as much as potential other characters. But it's well, like me. Brian was reckless throughout. He made so many reckless decisions with like police funds oh, or yeah. public funds stuff like that. So I feel like almost he wanted to. Let I think whoever was doing it get away. Yeah, and was that? I think he just saw more of a. I think in in the end he identified more as a criminal than a cop. Potentially, which happens as well with undercover cops. Definitely, I think he lived that lifestyle. Yeah. Um. So yeah, overall. Taking into account the type of film it was, um, I enjoyed it. It was—I can't believe how different it was to what I remembered it or expected it to be. I maybe. remembered it a lot more intense. Yeah, it was very. Like I said, it wasn't until past three-quarter mark that there was one big action sequence, I'd say, and the rest of it for an action film. Because mm. I think I'd define it as an action film over anything else. Yeah, for an action film, it was very light on the action. Yeah, but it was more about. The racing was it than the, than the other side of yeah. things, I guess. Which again, there wasn't that much of that. No. But I, I like that as well because I'm a very much character driven audience, whether that be through like a book or a film. And I feel like you, if all those times through more, I think that's some of the most character development and time you'll see in an action film. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what I will say is there was clearly, they clearly had ideas for more films potentially. Well, yeah, that ambiguous ending. Dom gets exactly. away, but what's going to happen to him? And they introduced so many different little characters that you could see sort of having a bigger role in the future. Yeah, that they might appear back in the yes. night. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, this might be a ballsy decision. I don't know if you'll agree with it. I'm going to rank this number one on the Fast and Furious list. Oh, that is ballsy. See, I think I'm going to rank it last. <laughs> and either way, in case you're still not sure about it, that's the only place it could be. Because as we watch the next film, we will then obviously re-rank and see which one's first and second, and then third, and so on and so forth. And as we did start as a top five podcast, um, we won't rank six, seven, eight, and nine when we watch the others. Nope. Or... 10, I guess, because technically Hobson and Shaw I think is... Uh... We could do Hobson Shaw, yeah, I yes. think we will include that. And then they are planning on doing an, a 10 and 11 to finish off the franchise. Perfect, yeah, so we will only be having five on the board. Mm-hmm. No honourable mentions. Oh, maybe we could do an honourable mention that many. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> There's no reason to have an honourable mention. A dishonourable mention for the worst on the list, and then we'll I wind up bottom. I'll happily do a dishonourable mention for the okay. worst on the list. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm not looking forward to Fast and Furious because I, I remember fucking hating it. Like, really, really hating it. And I've only seen it once because I found it cringy and horrible and shit. But, okay. I, but then again, I misremembered a lot of this. So, you might so maybe it. I'll enjoy it. Perhaps. See, I remember even less of this film. Do you? Sorry, I'm too fast and yeah, furious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully then if you want to get ahead, you can obviously watch Too Fast, Too Furious. We're going to try and put out our in review series up once a month yes um if we get ahead we get ahead that'd be brilliant but like i say at the very least once a month is what we're aiming for well, that's a franchise a year yeah god wait until we do the mcu oh jesus it's almost well, two years maybe if we do mcu we do two a month then. yes <laughs> so yeah we'll, we'll sort of play it by ear a little bit but we plan to try and get at least once a month out is, yes, is the aim. absolutely um, like I said, genuinely, go on to our social medias, let us know what you think of it. And like I said, I'm genuinely curious to hear if people, especially people who watched it first time, or watched it more recently, or remember, did you see the Paul Walker reveal coming that he was a cop? Or was it a genuine surprise? And if you did remember, at what point was it? Was it at Harry's, or, or was it a bit before? And did you think it was far more Fast and Furious than it actually was? Yeah. Like, cause, yeah, you shocked how little sort of action... There was both in fights and driving. Yes. Right. Well, we will see you for next month for the next episode of In Review of Fast and Furious. We'll also see you next week for another episode of Mammon Podcast. Exactly. Like we said, we've got four other shows. We've got Mammon Top Fives as usual, uh, and we've got three other new shows that we're excited for you to to listen to and give us feedback on and see what mm-hmm. we think. Yes. We'll see you next week. See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stop record.